Hello dear congregation from All Saints Homes Park. I miss you all already and hi to anyone else listening. This is a new venture for me into the world of podcasts and it came about because of two things that had been planned. Firstly, I was intending to distribute a short piece of my writing to members of our congregation on a weekly basis starting after Easter. Currently, this writing is under the working title of Anecdotal Basics of Christianity. See what I did there? Anecdotal Basics of Christianity? A, B, C. Secondly, as a church, we were intending to run a course starting in May, looking at issues of emotional and spiritual well-being. When we had to shelve that because of the current situation, we were aware of the fact that if ever there was a time when people might need a little psychological lift, it's now. So these ponderings resulted from those two things and are intended as a weekly source of encouragement for you and as a little boost for your emotional and spiritual well-being. Discoveries in the Stillness A friend of ours has a cottage which is in a little fishing village in Cornwall, just a stone's throw from the harbour. We stay there regularly And there are many things about our times in this cottage that we really enjoy. Above all, we welcome the change in the pace of life. As I write this, all of us are experiencing a huge amount of change in our day-to-day life. And for most of us, that is involving a change of pace. For some, such as those working in the NHS, the pace may be more intense than ever. But for many the pace has slowed considerably. Sometimes an enforced slowdown is difficult to manage because it causes inner discomfort to surface. There are often deep issues of discontent which have been masked for some time by our being so very busy. Often this presents itself as inner thoughts relating to past disappointments, if only or anxiety about the future. What if? If only I'd chosen another profession. If only Robert hadn't died when he did. If only I hadn't spent all that money on a holiday. If only my cousin lived nearer. If only things had stayed the same as... What if I can't go back to work in a few weeks? What if the children are off school for months and months? What if there aren't any toilet rolls in the shops? What if I get the virus? What if he, she, they get the virus? What if the internet crashes? It is not wrong to consider these things, but it can cost us our peace if we dwell on them. Focusing on the unchangeable past or the unknown future prevents us from fully entering into and appreciating the now, the only moment that we ever truly have. A few suggestions arising from those thoughts. 1. Take a moment to appreciate being alive. Look around you and focus on the things that you find pleasurable. Engage your other senses in the moment, if possible. Listen, touch, smell and or taste. 
Two, begin a list of things that you may be able to do in the coming weeks that would enable you to feel that you had made the most of this unprecedented time. And thirdly, phone or email a family member or friend to catch up and to share your ideas from point two. See where the conversation takes you. What's God got to do with it? The fourth commandment, which you'll find in Exodus 20 verse 8, is to keep the Sabbath day holy. Our 24-7 society makes this increasingly difficult to do. However, the Sabbath concept is just as important today as it was when the commandments were given to Moses. Firstly, God commands a Sabbath rest so that we can focus on him and thereby keep the main thing the main thing. It is indeed true that we can relate to God as we go about our normal business, but it is in the stillness that we truly know him. Psalm 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. That knowing implies intimacy, and that intimacy develops in the stillness. Secondly, the Sabbath principle is part of God's plan for our well-being. We need to take a break from our routine of work. Our work should happen from the place of having rested. We shouldn't arrive at our Sabbaths exhausted, with nothing left to give to God or to others. It is definitely good practice in terms of our well-being to remain occupied if possible, even if, at times such as these, that may require some imagination or inventiveness. However, we need also to ensure that we don't miss the opportunity to fully enter into Sabbath rest in body, mind and spirit. When Jesus summarised the law in just two commandments, he said that the second was to love our neighbour as ourselves. And that means we are supposed to love ourselves. We therefore need to engage in things that God intended for our good. And the Sabbath principle is one such thing. Take time to enjoy the stillness. There is treasure to be found there. And now I'm going to read to you a couple of my poems. They're both short and the first is called bottom line. Today I am breathing and that's good. Nothing's sorted, nothing's better, nothing's clear nor understood now but today I took a moment to stop and to listen and I noticed I was breathing. I'm definitely breathing. Today I am breathing, and that's good. And the second poem is called Beside Herself. Just stop that for a moment. There's someone I want you to meet. You're like her. Yes, stop what you're doing and come and sit. That can wait. Sit here, enjoy the quiet. Away from your restless activism, you'll meet someone you've been avoiding. You'll like her. You see her in the mirror often 
Trust me. She's worth getting to know. And I'll finish with a prayer. Lord, I come to you in the stillness, desiring to know you more. Re-envision me as to who you are and who I am in you. Amen.